Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to another Friday afternoon of It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you because you are the best. And it is your support that inspires us to leave the house, frantically search the internet, look and see what other things people are talking about, ask our kid what's going on, and basically try to uncover the trends that are about to become a trend or have been a trend just long enough for everybody to be talking about them at once. A pandemic, if you will, but not the bad kind. Right. Uh, epi- which one's wider? Pandemic's wider than epidemic, right? Yeah. Epidemic yeah. just starts in the one place. And the, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not that, nor is it a disease, although it did send me on a journey. I went out for a doctor's appointment, but also to look for things, <laughs> and I didn't find any until I came back home, Molly. Oh. The things I wanted were always right here. So deep, man. So deep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you got? Dresses. <laughs> I mean, well played, friend. Like, I'm tiered, doing a little golf clap for you. Tiered dresses, a.k.a. skyscraper chic, a.k.a. the Chrysler dress. Uh, and in fact, the Guardian asks the question, is this the beginning of the end of fitted dresses? Oh, hot Because damn. these aren't, these don't hug you. These aren't like trying to make you look thin. Uh, they're big cake-like dresses that start skinny at the top and just get wider as they go to, towards the bottom in a bunch of tears. Dude, totally. Also, I love that in a write-up about it, it says, dresses in the style of the Art Deco skyscraper are everywhere. Like, where do they get this stuff? I love it, I, but you're totally right. The Chrysler building, if anyone doesn't know, is uh, famous because at the very top, it has this sort of like, I don't know, is it gothic? Or art, it's Art Deco, like you just said. Duh. Uh, yeah. It's uh, tiers that kind of go up into a, a pinnacle. Uh, and, and so the dresses are, are basically trying to copy that in various ways. That is so clever. And I wonder who came up with it. But it really and actually it's perfect timing for it because it sort of goes with the like there was um, the Elaine dress was back for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like that sort of Elaine look that's sort of vaguely prairie. But this right. is sort of even cooler because it's very structured yeah the the uh, the prairie dress is very similar to this in that in that sort of like you know narrow at the top wide going down this is this is a more urban version i guess you might say since it's based (laughs) on a skyscraper okay let's just talk about fashion writing for a second this is from the guardian in its most fashionable form, the Chrysler dress cross-pollinates with Americana in its other voguish form. The prairie de- dress is where Scandi chic meets pop culture's yeehaw trend, in which the cowboy is making a postmodern comeback. <laughs> oh no, and then they reference Lil Nas X. And then they reference Lil Nas X. Dude, we- wow. I mean, a lot of things have been collected in this one article about Chrysler dresses, and you have somehow topped it off as though it were the peak of the Chrysler building with... The, dre- the dress trend. The dress trend. Uh, you're going to be watching the Oscars 
well, I don't know, maybe you won't, but a lot of people will be watching the Oscars <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, and the dresses are a big part of that often. You know, the fashion, what are people, what kind of that look, look for this? Who's wearing the Chrysler dress? Who's wearing the tiered dresses? Uh-huh. I'm going to be looking everywhere. Uh, well, I, hilariously, I have a fashion thing to present to you today that is almost fundamentally the opposite of a high fashion, haute couture, structured stylish look and nevertheless i have seen them in several locations lately and it is the mexican baja poncho oh wow yeah i haven't i haven't seen this many on one page since i was in college since i know exactly since like the (laughs) 80s and 90s the the guy's name was arno (laughs) on our floor (laughs) oh there were so many and they all all smelled like patchouli Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can only assume. So I saw actually a bunch in Southern California, which I think makes sense. There's one called Surfer's Dream. I think it's probably like it's a good surfer post surfing. Probably never went thing out of style there, right? To put on it, probably never went out of style. But then I started noticing that, like, I think I saw it around Oakland. I think it goes with stoner culture. I think it's like all part mm-hmm. of the weed culture comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these things are weed all the way. Yeah, it is. It is hot couture. For the stoner. For the weed culture set. <laughs> if, you're, culture set. if you're not familiar with the Mexican Baja Poncho, I don't really even know how to explain it, except that it's a pull. It's in most in its purest form, a pullover poncho with like a kangaroo pocket in the front. And it usually has a hood. And it the the uh, the one I had in college. I'm not proud. Ah. Uh, but the one I had in college was made of the most awful fabric like i feel like they were all this like horrible wool scratchiness are they situation hemp? maybe they're they, hemp. they really should be they <laughs> probably not. freaking are Baja but yeah they're Poncho whatever they are it's hemp. super rough it's like a really rough coarse fabric yep. it's not comfy you got to wear a shirt under this oh yeah and then they they have this the, a lot of them are you know they're very colorful they have a very sort of like Mexican look to them with like a lot of turquoise and a, a real blocky kind of mm-hmm, geometric mm-hmm. patterns. Blocky yeah. stripes. Yeah. yeah. You can get them I'm, in Rasta yeah. colors because you are well, a Of stoner. course you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I imagine there somebody might make a comfy version of this. I wouldn't mind hearing about that. But mostly, like the classic one was was super rough. It was. I don't know why. But yeah, it's back at CBDMyths.com. You can order a classic <laughs> Mexican Baja hoodie pullover poncho. <laughs> Oh my god, it totally is. It just goes with the CBD thing. Wow. We are New really... fuchsia for men. We are not progressing, are we? Well, you know, everything cycles back around. What what I'm looking for is like, what's the new take? And it really doesn't look like there's anything. Like, these look exactly the same as the ones that people in college... They really do. The oh my 80s. god. There's an <laughs> Amazon's choice version for $30. They look exactly the same. The, yeah. This Baja drug rug yurga. Drug rug. Drug rug. It is made <laughs> okay. of 100% recycled fibers, split hemsa, incredibly soft, warm, and comfortable. So maybe they've gotten okay. fleecier. They started, maybe that's the, 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 the improvement this time around, is they made yeah. them comfy. I mean, I hope so. But other than that, it is like literally as you remember, whether you remember wearing it or seeing it on Dreadlock Guys. There we go. That help is us. a great one. Have it wow. help us. Welcome back, Mexican Baja Ponchos. Please confirm if you can in your particular geographic region, but it's... Uh, 
All right. Uh, yeah. The link seems to be broken on the, my next one. But I'm going to find it for you because this is important. Uh, the boba hot pot. <laughs> okay. So you know what boba tea is, uh, right? It's it's the milk tea with little um, pearls of tapioca. Yeah. And you get the big fat straw so you can suck up the pearls. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, do you know what hot pot is? Yeah. In fact, hot pot is a thing. Yeah, hot pot itself is a thing. Which we'll return sure. to, right. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody doesn't know, hot pot is where you, you, you cook some meat in a, in a soup uh, and you eat it communally. You just ladle it out into your bowls and, and everybody takes place, uh, takes a share in a hot pot. Boba hot pot has started over in Asia, but is finally coming from Taipei to the U.S. in San Jose, uh, where... There are different versions of it. The the most probably unsettling version for the people in the U.S. <laughs> is the one where you actually have a hot pot of soup on half of the cauldron and milk tea on the other half. Just Whoa. a little close for comfort. Yeah. Uh, but the one being served at Milk Tea Lab in San Jose is that you have the bubbling cauldron of tea. It's actually not that hot. They just use a candle flame uh, to, to heat it. And then you share out the tea amongst everybody. And then you add your own boba or your own syrups. But you add the milk into the hot part in the middle. So everybody gets the same milk tea. And then you can flavor it and add bobas to your taste. Wow. That is insane and so specific. And I kind of want to go there. And well, here's the thing is like, this is the sort of thing where it's like, because it probably originated in Guangzhou, China, because it's definitely happening in places like Hong Kong and, and Indonesia and Taipei, and it's now hitting San Jose in the Bay Area. Right. I feel like it's got all the makings to become a thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, bubble tea, as the kids call it, right, has been huge. Yeah. And that started the same way. It was huge in Asia. Then it kind of came over to the West Coast. And then now it's everywhere. Right. And I have been corrected, by the way, by my son who's sitting next to me as I record. And he says, they definitely call it boba. He's like, nobody calls it boba. I often see it referred to as bubble tea. But yeah, you. it's so interesting because this is like the sort of peak and highly unlikely marriage of two trends. Because I was even talking to somebody recently about hot pot and how hot pot is totally a thing. And I have to remember to mention that on its thing, which I forgot. And then boba tea has been like all, I mean, we would have to go so far out of the way for all those calories. And the fact that they've come together in San Jose is <laughs> kind of like the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I really want to go here. Uh, yeah. Do you think do, they have If you dinner? get a chance to go there, um, get give us a report. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I think photos. it's just a, a boba bu- 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 tea place. Yeah. But then you can also do the little sit down. Like, let's share the tea amongst all of us. It looks like there's one in Brooklyn that has, like you said, the savory hot pot on one side and the, the bubble tea oh, yeah. on the other. Shine because, hot pot. Because hot pot is almost, it can, it's sort of almost like a shabu shabu in Japan where you, or like a fondue. Yeah, right. Like you cook mm-hmm. the meat in it. Totally. And veggies <sighs> and whatever. And then apparently the this place. Fondue of the 20s. It's totally the fondue of the 20s. <laughs> That might be the greatest sentence ever <laughs> uttered. The fondue of the twenties. Oh my god! Hot pot, <sighs> milk tea, wow. boba hot pot, the fondue boba of the twenties. 
Um, my last thing is just relevant to my interest because all we ever talk about in the Bay Area is houses and housing. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. But a huge part of the housing conversation has become, well, two things. Basically, it's all about easier ways to build housing, right? Because we have a nationwide housing shortage. I'm not trying to do a little marketplace story here, but... It's this sort of fascinating trend where it's like, how can we put up a house faster and in some cases cheaper? And so modular and prefab houses have been on the verge of becoming a thing for years. Like in California, we have blue, BLU homes, which I looked into trying to build in like 2006. And then I think it sort of borderline went out of business a couple of times and now it's back. And there are these very like stylish prefab houses where it's just way easier to build them. They basically truck in the parts. They, you know, they build them offsite and then truck them in. And then the, the sort but the offshoot of that is this, this like encouragement to build what are known as ADUs, alternative hmm. dwelling units. Do you guys have these in LA? Well, um, are this like an in-law thing? Yeah. They're like a little, they're like a, the, sometimes at Porter is right. They're sometimes referred to as a granny flat. Okay. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Or they're like this, a little, hey, the studio slash in-law the studio slash, slash yeah, co- uh, cottage. Sometimes you'll see it called a cottage, garage apartment. Yeah, yes. totally. All of those. Oh, those are all over LA. All There's of those have been rarely houses without them, to be honest. Ours doesn't. Oh, I know. But, That's yeah. just it. Like they're they all have them and they're all being rebranded as ADUs, alternative mm-hmm. dwelling units, which mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. absurd because what it really means is like, it's a tiny house that a family couldn't live in, but you can get a tax break or make yourself feel better by putting a little studio that you Airbnb on your property right. that makes it both affordable and, in theory, helps ease housing stock. And that used to be a problem. It used to be like unlicensed. Like you'd, you'd it was an in called an in law unit because it's where you'd stick the in law without. Right getting all the proper permits and stuff. So now it's funny to see it become a promoted, like, actually, we want you to do that. We'll give you credits for doing that. Yeah. Please. Do like, that. we'll literally give you tax credits. And like, Oakland is lifting all these regulations so that people can like mm-hmm. easily put ADUs on their property. And oh, phones are making noises. Um, and it's just this, it's, I mean, it's like a thing. And I have been sort of house hunting. And the longer, the more I look, the more I see that like every house, like, a majority of houses, I would say, that I see listed at this point either have an ADU, have some mention of an ADU, or have like a discussion about how you could eventually put one wow. on your property. And so it might be like a – could be a bubble thing, like might not be a thing that's all the way out there into the world yet. But it might not be a worldwide thing, but a thing in places with uh, the property value problem, with the housing problem. Right. So your Which Londons, is- your San Francisco's, your LA's – Almost everything, to be honest. I'm actually looking, I'm Googling to see if there's something on it, if there's any mention of HGTV and ADUs in the same search results. Oh, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Because if there is, I'll know. ADUs. Accessory dwelling unit. That's one. And and so it's prefab ADUs are are the combination here. This is what we're talking about. Where it's like, oh, I don't want to build a whole new structure on my property and somebody's like no it's super fast and easy because we have these modular let me give you the modular thing yeah Yeah. it's kind of just like a an offshoot of it accessory dwelling units i think they call them also or that's what they are called but yeah because i'm I'm thinking about this right like in my backyard we have a really deep hedge "Mm -hmm." and i'm like oh but if you take out that hedge and you got modular we could slap something up out there put the old father-in-law in it in a you moment's could, notice. Not you could ADU notice. the it, hell out of that. But we could totally do that. It becomes more appealing when it 
when you're like, oh, but we have prefab, like, oh, that sounds a lot less complicated. Right. Totally. And so then there are companies who, in fact, I think Blue, the company I was referring to earlier, bought a modular construction company that makes basically what they call a cottage, which is a little idea. Uh-huh. They yeah. have regulations and restrictions, like they can't be a certain above a certain size. I think they can't sure. be more than like 300 square feet. Or something, but they're completely, yeah, I'm looking at the um, rules. I'm looking at the LA rules and regulations for accessory dwelling units in Los Angeles. Uh, Yours can be 1,200 square feet. That's a house. That's a house. (laughs) That's just a second house. No wonder they're so common here. Yeah, they're everywhere. It's such a a weird and vaguely tragic (laughs) sort of dystopian solution. But, I mean, housing density is the key. In a lot of ways to like fixing well, yeah, our and, nationwide and honestly, housing shortage. If if the problem is that nobody wants developments to happen in their backyard, uh, then maybe ironically the solution is to let anyone with a backyard add a dwelling. I know, maybe. <laughs> like I, I don't, don't want an apartment complex going up next to me, but I will build uh, a second dwelling in my backyard if I can rent it out. Exactly. And then they're finding, yeah. And then there's this whole, like, there's CaliforniaModulars.com and their whole mm. deal is like, we build modular houses and ADUs. All the, even the prefab companies are now like pivoting mm. to the ADU ADUs, thing, which I just think, yeah. I think it's so interesting. And I do think it's like about to go nationwide because it's like, pop up a damn house on a big yard. So <laughs> what Porter you're says, saying literally Yimby. When you... Uh, see the sub- the, the new uh, neighborhood of the future. It will be boba hot pot shops and ADUs <laughs> everywhere. That's gonna and be just people walking around in their tiered dresses and Mexican baja ponchos. <laughs> but together, because everyone there will be unity. <laughs> Even the people in their Chrysler building dresses will hang with the Mexican baja poncho yeah, people and, and drink boba hot pot together. And drink boba hot pot together, and then retire to their tiny ADUs. <laughs> to their ADUs. <laughs> Which are, of course, ultra modern and it's awesome. It's the neighborhood of tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. All right. Uh, speaking of tomorrow and living in the future, uh, Tim sent in a TikTok thing. Because TikTok. TikTok. Says, hi, as the BBC have already reported this, it might have been and is no longer a thing, but the Youngs have been texting friends with lines from the Matthew Wilder 1984 hit Break My Stride. Uh-huh. And recording their friends' reactions on TikTok, as you will no doubt remember, the first four lines of the song go, Last night I had the strangest dream. I sailed away to China in a little rowboat to find you. And you said you had to get your laundry clean. Didn't want no one to hold you. What does that mean? Yeah. I've heard this. I've had this done to me. Yeah. I have been gotten But nobody's going to break at your stride. By my child. <laughs> So many times, and I don't. I. I, I mean, nobody gonna where, hold you down. Nobody gonna oh, hold no. you down. Nobody gonna break my stride. <laughs> you got to keep on moving. Yeah, they. The, I can confirm that I have been in a vehicle with two twelve to thirteen year olds, <laughs> and had them do this dream thing to each other. In fact, he and, told it to me in all. We were just walking to school, and he's like, "Man, last night I had the strangest dream." <laughs> like perfect delivery. That's great. Kids That's are great. Weird. Allah, by um, sorry, I'm going to start that over. Allah backs up Tom on the uh, streaming profile anxiety, and also I saw a validation of this on Twitter as well. Mm. He said, "I am with Tom. I have the same issue, but a little bit different. We use Plex at home. I have a profile for me and a profile that my wife and kids share. My server rules." <laughs> 
And anyway, when we watch something on the other account, I have to go to my account and marked as watched. And this is a huge benefit that Plex has over others, I think. I, presumably that you can do that at all. Mm-hmm. And then he writes, uh, plus I don't do it for the credit since Plex doesn't really recommend stuff. It's just my OCD flaring up. <laughs> Which is amazing. Uh, on another note, I think I have a thing for the thing committee's consideration. Okay. I'm a university instructor in a city near Dubai, and my students, mainly 17 to 20-year-old, are quite astute with the latest fashion trends. One such trend that is disturbing me is wearing slides with socks to class. I'm getting goosebumps just typing this. Is this a global thing, or are our, are our quote, privileged students trying to, quote, slum it with their meta-faux-hobo <laughs> styles? Allah, I wish... I know. I mean, that's beautiful. And I wish I could tell you it's just them, but it's not. There's a whole socks. There's even like socks with like stilettos. Like you'll probably see it with the freaking Chrysler dresses at the Oscars. Socks. So, so 60 year old men across the world are, are hailing this new innovation. Validated at last. (laughs) They will be hip once more. I have seen for the first time, possibly many. In fact, on my, my favorite like site that I brought up on our first return episode, the one, the, uh, the modest one. What is the mod- the modest clothing one? What's wrong with me? Anyway, they often feature women wearing like ankle socks mm. with like a high heeled booty wow. or even a sandal, a high heeled sandal. This, this just, if anyone ever tells you that you're out of fashion and what you're wearing is not cool, just tell them you're ahead of your time. That's because right. Because I got mocked for wearing a denim shirt with jeans by someone and uh, they're like, don't you know about the Canadian tuxedo? And then the Canadian tuxedo, like within a year, was the new hotness. Dude, totally. That's straight yeah. up Yeehaw Agenda, that outfit. Exactly. And this was years ago. This was like five years. This was the first seasons of It's a Thing ago. <laughs> it was that long yeah. ago. Uh, and the, and now socks with, with, with slides or sandals or, you know, or whatever. Everything. Crocs. Uh, for, for decades, I've been told you just don't do that. So when I do it in the backyard with my dogs, I, I look furtively around to make sure no one can see me. Yeah, no, turns now, out. I'm, now I could walk the carpet. I could it walk the is, red carpet. With hold on. I'm finding, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm finding some Because, uh, man, I'm going to go out in the backyard with the dogs and I got my socks on. I'm just going to slip the slides on. I'm not going to put on full shoes for that. I mean, Come true on. story, because there are no rules anymore. Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, but I'm at this exact moment. Wearing ankle socks with Crocs. There you go. Because See? I bought Crocs because I interviewed the Crocs CEO and I thought it was so funny that Crocs were back. And then I've never worn them in my life. And it turns out they're actually really awesome. <laughs> nah, you're like, I get it. I've been I was like, God damn it. And then today I had to go somewhere, like just run a quick errand where not really anybody was going to see me. And I wore this to this thing. I wore them together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That happened. Just do it. I know. I'm, I'm not, uh, on the one hand, I'm not proud, but I'm also apparently winning. Yeah. No, you're just uh, a fashion, fashion forward. That's what that mm-hmm. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are going back to TikTok. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremiah on library says, hi again. I was listening to the recent It's a Thing. When you mentioned going to a library is a thing right now. I knew I was going to send feedback because I spend a lot of my days off at the library. Why? Nice. Because it is a quiet place to write where I don't have to buy coffee or the like to justify my presence. Although a lot of people just go to coffee shops and don't buy coffee to justify their presence. You're just a moral person, (laughs) Jeremiah. I know. Good for Uh, you. 
Jeremiah says, I write game material for RPGs and having a quiet, free place to write is priceless to me. On a further geeky level, I may have found a thing on TikTok. I'm an older Gen Xer and I started to get into TikTok partly due to hearing Molly mentioning it from time to time on the podcast. Anyway, I noticed a thing on there called Cosplay OC Storylines. Okay. So cosplay is big on there for obvious reasons. What I was surprised to see was people making up their own OC, original uh, character uh, cosplays, <gasps> often inside the popular fictional world, but sometimes their own creation. They then take those characters and make stories with them told through TikTok. You can have dozens of collaborators making stories in short video bursts, often lip syncing to existing audio repurposed to the stories they are telling. Some of these stories are legitimately amazing and the creators have earned my respect. It is a rabbit hole I dived down and was fascinated by. I thought I would share that small, nice thing that is super interesting. Oh, that's amazing. So is that basically fanfic? It's kind feels like it's, it's in the same TikTok genus as yeah. fanfic, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And uh, what's it called when you when you dress for the Disneyland parks where you're not allowed to wear actual cosplay but you um you dress in the colors and and materials that might let you oh. blend in. There's a word for that and it's escaping me right now, but There is. Um, huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know what that it's, never it's heard like of it. tone toning or something, but oh like people will go to Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland and they'll dress in like a light beige loose fitting dress with a brown belt because it looks kind of like something somebody on Jakku might wear. Oh god. But you're Disney not allowed to actually copyright. wear a costume, so it's a it's a way to kind of sneak in under the rules. Anyway, this feels like that to me. Yeah, it definitely does. Fascinating. Um, Cheryl wrote in with one of just many replies to say, succulents, all caps. <laughs> she says, OMG, such a thing. I'm a glass artist in Utah. Oh, so Amazing. Cool. And she says, this past week, I taught an online class teaching people how to make succulents out of glass which is fascinating. Huh. She said people tuned in from all over the globe to see how I make the most successful online class I've ever taught. Love the podcast. I listen every Friday when I'm working from home. Love oh it. my gosh, Cheryl. Thank you for this. Oh my God. And the, the by the way, ever. the glass succulent photo is incredible. Well, yeah, this oh my is God, they're beautiful stuff. Yeah. And go to the website. Will not die. It's a thing taught me. <laughs> this is a succulent that you cannot kill unless you uh, push it over by accident. I mean, succulents are hard to kill anyway, but it, this, yeah, this is fantastic. And Thank we did, sure. we did get several emails validating that they're seeing succulents all over, not even, not in California. Like somebody was like, oh yeah, I live in, I think Michigan and I went to Michael's and they had a huge succulent display mm-hmm, out front. And I was mm-hmm, like, all right. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, finally, Allie sent in a few things uh, that we need a ruling on in uh, what our producer Rich suggests would be a new segment called Thing or No Thing. <laughs> I love it. Okay. One. All right. Mustaches. Mustaches. Yes. Thing. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, two. Cowboy boots. Allie says, I've seen a few photos celebrities wearing and also seen styles sold in stores. I'm going to say, yeah, that goes with Yeehaw Agenda. I'm buying that. Yeah, okay. That, that's fair. Okay. Uh, three, hard kombucha. I, has it passed? I feel like that peaked and, and now is sort of like, eh. That was, in the, sure. uh, that was in the White Claw wake or ahead of the White Claw. Yeah, that was like pre-White Claw. Yeah. Pre-White Claw. I feel Claw. like hard yeah. kombucha might have moved on, maybe. Mm-hmm. Was um, a thing. Though. Was yeah. a thing and might still be with a certain poncho wearing selection. <laughs> <laughs> eyelash extensions and eyebrow microblading and brow and lash bars i.e. places that specialize in only eyebrow and eyelash services huge thing 
Stay away from my eyes. Huge. Apparently, literally everything related to lashes and brows is like the biggest moneymaker of all time right now. Uh, okay. So definitely a thing, Allie. Definitely a thing. And definitely. then astrology. Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. On Instagram. Astrology is huge on Instagram. There are all these like accounts that uh, that post like horoscope stuff and then just like stupid. And I'm saying this because I follow like three of them, like stupid inspirational things that work for everyone. But you're like, oh, my God, I needed that right now. Is it is it the right time to do a parody astrology account then? <laughs> yes, definitely. Do that because life, some of them honestly. are basically already parody, you know, like you're doing <laughs> you're doing exactly what you were put in this galaxy to do. <laughs> you are all power. Uh, that's freaking me out just hearing you parody it. <laughs> um, Blundstone boots. I don't know what those are. I don't either, but I'm lo- Oh, yeah. Mhm. Blundstone boots are the pull-on boots. They've got a loop in the front and in the back, and they're kind of a, a ankle height boot. And they've got oh, like okay. a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Elastic, sort of U-shaped tongue on each side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Damn, good I, eye. Uh, I don't think you had a single no thing. Uh, yeah. Hard kombucha is just an old thing, not a, not a no thing. But it's not uh, a everything nothing. else. You're you're right on target. It's Hold not on. not a thing, as we say on <laughs> on it's a thing. God bless America. Now I need some of these Blundstone boots. I thought I was going to get out of this episode without shopping. Darn it, Allie. Look what you've done. Biscuits. Uh, well, thankfully, we have people uh, supporting us at uh, generous levels at our patreon.com slash it's a thing. And uh, if you support <laughs> us at the top level, you get a shout out with the date you joined from the French Republican calendar. As researched by our producer. <laughs> AKA, he says, the best metric calendar. <laughs> so uh, you don't here just we go. get a regular shout out like you would on some other oh, show. No. Oh, no. no that's no. lazy. Those people at Daily Tech News Show with like three people a day. <laughs> no. Pish no. posh. Yeah, this is way better. Uh, Gabriel Cohen, who joined our Patreon on the 4th of Fremer, the Medlar Day in the year 228. Jake Woods, who joined our Patreon on the 22nd of Fremere, the Heather Day, in the year 228. Louis Saimor, who joined our Patreon on the 23rd of Niveau's, the Iron Day, in the year 227. Mike Akins, who joined our Patreon on the 23rd of Fremere, the Reed Plant Day, in the year 227. Uh, Sacre bleu, merci to you all. Wow, we really Vive learned a revolution. lot here today. We really have. <laughs> Thanks, Producer Rich. And thanks to all of you who support the show and make sure that it happens every week because it is the best part of our week and we couldn't do it without you. Oh my gosh, you saved us this week. Keep it coming. Email us, feedback at itsathing.me. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 